Welcome in to a midnight edition of Sportball. If you're up, we're up, baby. We don't sleep. I'm your boy, Sam. With me, as always, are my good friends, Kyle and Seth. Boys, how we doing? Apart from a uh, nearly fatal encounter I had with a potato peeler. I mean, it's a peeler that can be used for many different vegetables, but I was using it for potatoes. Yeah, don't put Apart it in a box. That, I'm doing well. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't dare. I just ate a single chocolate chip pancake 20 minutes ago. Wow. I can't say I've ever had only one chocolate chip pancake. Maybe You can't ever. stop it just once, like Lay's. Well, I, it was homemade. Sure, sure. And it was just a very large pancake. Instead of <laughs> dividing the stuff up, I just poured the entire thing in the pan. So it was a large pancake. Oh, nice. <laughs> Ooh, that's good a for good you. strategy. I'm doing great. Uh, I only have three drinks in front of me, so it's a slow day. Wow. Are you sure you're doing great? I'm okay, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> listeners of our last episode will remember that I was sick, and turns out I had COVID. So I want to, I want a national apology right now for the way I was treated. <laughs> it's the classic boy who cried wolf, you know. <laughs> After demanding sympathy for your various colds for months on end, <laughs> eventually our capacity for empathy ran out, and that was when you actually had COVID. So. They say but, uh, a, a broken clock is right twice a day. A blind squirrel finds his nuts every once in a while. His own nuts? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what if he's neutered? <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, well, I'm fully recovered, ready to get after it. This is the big NFL playoff Palooza preview, patent pending. Is the patent and, pending? Uh, we haven't gotten the patent yet? <laughs> if there's yeah, anyone that's going to file a patent for us, it's Sam, so... It's a long process, I will warn you. <laughs> uh, now, I will say that this is going to come up out, come out on Friday, um, the 13th of January, and we're recording it on Tuesday the 10th. So anything that happens between now and then is out of our hands and in we're, yours. We're not liable listener. for. No, I hope we're not liable for anything on this podcast because we are, are in big trouble if we are with several Huge. Belgian conglomerates come on Uh, all right (laughs) so first game seahawks niners seven seed seahawks against the two seed niners in san francisco 335 saturday niners are a nine and a half point favorite too low if you ask me um brock purdy mr irrelevant himself comes in hasn't lost since he's come in for injured jimmy garoppolo uh leads the league in passing touchdowns since he came in since he came in uh, and on the other side, you have the best defense in the league. And then, you know, we get to see Christian McCaffrey in the playoffs. So I'm looking forward to watching the Niners on the other side, Geno Smith is the Seahawks <laughs> single season passing leader over their storied history. Uh, meanwhile, Russell Wilson <laughs> finally got one more win than he has bedrooms on the season and the last game. <laughs> And managed to have just as many losses as bathrooms, exactly. So, I got to say, that's looking like maybe one of the worst trades ever in the history. Just as many interceptions as bathrooms as well. (laughs) He he foretold us before the season started. We knew it was going to happen. It was right in front of us. We overlooked it all. It feels like every time we have a podcast, we're either talking about the horrible Russell Wilson trade or the horrible Rudy Gobert trade or both. Yeah. Yeah simultaneously they are the same person i think and just in different <laughs> it's sports. true nobody likes either of them so <laughs> uh 
Um, but yeah, this is this seems like a pretty lopsided matchup. Um, you know, the Seahawks probably just happy to be here. So everyone's kind of surprised that they are here. Um, now I will say the Niners have beaten them twice already this season, and the old NFL saying goes, you can't beat the same team three times in one season, but you can. A squirrel always finds his nuts. <laughs> you're much better than them. It's a weird thing, right? Because obviously you beat them twice already. You're better than them. So, you know, one would think. And, I mean, maybe they can try some crazy stuff with Brock they didn't try with Jimmy in previous matchups, you know? I don't know. I think that I think the Niners win this easily. I think Anyone disagree? Consensus. I think no, the I mean, Niners are, are probably, at this point, if not – even with the Eagles have surpassed the Eagles for the favorite in the NFC. Um, yeah, they're healthier been, than the Eagles too. They been, are odds wise, essentially funny, even. funny yeah. to say that, that they're healthier when they're going in with a second round <laughs> yeah. or a, a second string quarterback. They wish he was a second um, round quarterback, third string <laughs> quarterback, actually. Yeah. Yeah. But I, he's looked so good. It just doesn't even feel like it matters. I could have uh, told you it was going to happen. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Of course. Who are you, LeBron? I did. Yeah, um, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, I mean, I, I'm not going to pick Seattle, certainly. Do you think there's a chance that this game could be one of those, like, ooh, the Seahawks are hanging around, like, maybe the Niners have a couple fluke turnovers. Um, Gino has a little magic, and then it ends up, like, coming down to the last couple minutes. And the Niners pull it out. Like I could see that scenario, um, but no. I could also see it being like a two-score <laughs> game at halftime, and it doesn't get closer from there. Yeah, I think the latter is more likely. Um, yeah, I think in the NFC, especially, I guess in the AFC, uh, you can tell me if you agree, Kyle. But in the AFC, I I could see a lot of different teams in the championship game. In mm-hmm. the NFC, I feel like there's a collision course coming between the Niners and the Eagles. They seem head and shoulders above the the rest of the field. Of course, anything well, could happen, but. Oh, easy there. Their head, shoulders, knees, and toes above the Vikings. I should. Whoa! <laughs> uh, someone has the same record as the Niners, so we'll get to the Vikings later, and you can say your piece. Damn straight, Kyle. You think the Niners are headed headed to the championship game? Yeah, I, I mean, I'd have to say so, right? I mean, just all facets of the field. I guess besides quarterback, technically, they're better than just about any team in the entire NFL. And then you have, like you said, Mr. Irrelevant, Brock Purdy stepping up, filling in for Jimmy, probably better than Jimmy could have done himself, to be honest. (laughs) Um, It just seems like they have that offense running at such a high level right now. Kittle has finally, like, he started the year really slow, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And over the last couple weeks, essentially since Brock kind of came in, yeah, he's he's been, like, looking like George Kittle of the last year, last two years. Ayuk is completely out of the doghouse this season, has had a fantastic year, looks yeah. great. Debo is supposed to come back, right? I think they Debo were was back a little more cautious, he- right? Yeah, they were kind of limiting him, it felt like, at least not right. giving him many rushing attempts. And then, I mean, they just activated Elijah Mitchell, too, who, what, he just mm-hmm. came in and had 55 yards on five rushes and two touchdowns? <laughs> like, Plus, you have McCaffrey, too, who could play the slot, who could play out of the backfield, who could play out wide. 
how do you stop them? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I'm seeing some throws of Brock Purdy that I don't think Beautiful. they would let Jimmy G attempt. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I feel like they already trust him more than Jimmy G, which is somewhat surprising given his pedigree. So how much do you think that his success is just, he's a lot better than anyone thought and how much is Kyle Shanahan, right? It's like 90% Kyle Shanahan. Cause Jimmy I mean, yeah, G, but he still right, has to make the same throws. offense. Right. Yeah. The other 10% is how he can make the throws that Jimmy G can. <laughs> I mean, obviously he's obviously good, like decent, but you know, if he, if he would have been on the Jets, he would have just been Mike White. So, I mean, he would have been better know. than Mike Wright, right? You think he would have been Mike White on the Jets? He wishes Mike White's been pretty good, honestly. Wow. Okay. Yeah. For the last game or two, yeah. That's I mean, like we'll seven percent Kyle Shanahan. Then I feel like. Do you think they just? Do you think they just say fuck it and like start him over Lance next year? That's what like, I'm wondering. It's like, well, are they or they go into the off season and announce that they're going to have a quarterback battle? Essentially, they have to at least let him out. I think that's what it'll be. Yeah. Or they do just say that it's Brock Purdy and then hopefully that lights a fire under Trey Lance and they get to do that. But again, remember there were all those reports that it wasn't Shanahan actually that was that made that trade up for Trey Lance, that it was the upper levels of the organization said they needed to have him. Mm. Yeah. So I mean, Shanahan doesn't seem really tied to yeah, tied to Lance at all. I mean Shanahan probably prides himself on making it work with anyone so right exactly yeah Shanahan's looking for the worst quarterback possible just so he can show <laughs> off his offensive orchestration skills <laughs> it does feel that way uh yeah I have Niners an easy one 27 15 that's what I have I picked exact scores for each one of these for no reason whatsoever I don't but, think we, for what oh, reason well I figured if I get it right then I can brag about it if I get it wrong no one's gonna remember ah so there was a reason <laughs> fine you you got it out of me <laughs> all right next game the chargers against let me show you guys something here charges can we say that kyle my shanahan my boys is- baby <laughs> the jacksonville jaguars for those of you uh just listening to the audio version of this podcast and not watching on youtube sam is stripping right now to let's go baby a jaguars t-shirt underneath Duval County baby let's go let's go baby you know no one else was saying it I said a preseason Jags will did you though playoffs put my money where my mouth was one of sizable wager on them for $13 profit and here (laughs) I am baby paid more than that profit for this t-shirt for a visual gag on an audio podcast (laughs) let's fucking go at least you got a lot of god that's great Pretty comfortable shirt, got to be honest. Um, yeah, so those are my boys wearing a Jaguars shirt. Now I can sport this out and about. My wear to the next Bears game I go to just to show where my allegiance lies. Um, man, I got to tell you, I love what they're doing down in Central Florida. Now, did they barely beat the Titans with uh, – I'm not even sure. Romeo Dobbs is their quarterback. I don't remember who was Dobbs. <laughs> It's Josh Dobbs. He has no eyebrows. Josh Dobbs. That's what's wrong with him. I was trying to figure out why he looks so weird. Apparently I had a Twitter aerospace. argument with a uh, Tennessee fan uh, a few years back about the man not having eyebrows. You did? How did yeah, it turn got out? A feud. I won. I sent some meme and she never responded. 
that's usually a good that's that's a yeah, good way I ended to have it. an argument. I ended it, yeah. Um well he was he's, <laughs> he's an aerospace engineer apparently, but he couldn't dissect the defense of the Jaguars. Um it's pretty impressive, honestly, that the Lawrence brought the Jaguars to uh, the playoffs in his second year. I, all it took was a coach not from a rural area named Urban Meyer to get him there, right? And but uh, Peterson has a magic ball. He said he predicted this to happen. He, he said has he, a magic ball. Yeah. Wow. No, but you, there was like a post game press conference. He said, "You mean a crystal ball?" Yeah, yeah, same thing. Magic crystal. How could a ball be magic if it's not crystal? Right could be eight it was kind of assumed um but yeah he said (laughs) i had a vision early on this season they had a losing record at the time he said i told the team we're gonna be in at week 18 against the titans to win the division and go to the (laughs) to go to the playoffs oh i saw i heard him say that in the broadcast yeah he was right about that but he didn't tell us what he foresaw happening in the playoffs so probably a loss probably losing Um, They're so, only underdogs by a point and a half. I was going to say, so this one's the night game Two on points. Saturday. The Chargers are one point, favorites by one point. Um, Where are you looking? looking what do you mean? at two right now. Oh, it went up? Yeah. I wonder if, if there's any news on Mike Williams because he got injured. Oh, right, yeah. Um, in their final game when Brandon Staley inexplicably decided to play their starters deep into the fourth for no reason whatsoever because they had clinched the five seed. You know, I feel like we, we go through this debate every year, right? It's like, oh, do you rest your players for a week or do you keep them fresh? You know, I don't mind throwing them in for a few drives or even a half. But, I mean, Keenan Allen was playing in the fourth quarter. Seems a little extreme for my taste. He's Mike Williams day-to-day. He's getting treatments on his back. Safe to say he won't be 100%, I think, with back spasms. Those don't just go away, I feel like. Not a doctor, though. Um, and he's Mike Williams. So. I don't think that yeah. the Chargers doctor is a doctor either. So who's to say? <laughs> yeah, I'm not a doctor, but at least I haven't stabbed anyone in the lung the last two years. Uh, so on the on the Chargers side, Justin Herbert, our boy, finally makes the playoffs to play, despite playing for the scourge of the L.A. Chargers. I mean, you got to hand it to the man. It's incredible. That's like making the playoffs with a Little League team or something. I mean, what an exciting. We got two exciting young quarterbacks in this game, huh? We do. Definitely. It's just, can the Jaguars front hold Bosa off enough for Lawrence to have a decent game to keep them in it? And Bosa got a little banged up in that game as well. I think he's playing, but you know, maybe he's not 100% as well. This is going to be a tight one. This is going to be, they brought on so, the, uh, the, you know, the me- NBC guy who like does the whiteboard thing or whatever. You know, yes, yeah. for, for the election, they brought him on just to write 50-50 next to this matchup, what I thought was probably not necessary, <laughs> but <laughs> nobody else can do that. Uh, well, Sam, given your attire, are you picking the Jags? You're damn right, baby. Jags, 19 to 18. Wow. Chargers go for two on the last play for the win and miss. 19 to 18. How are they going to get to 19? What am I supposed to predict every score they make? <laughs> it's just a, an odd score to choose. Obviously, they get two like you touchdowns, went like miss an extra point, 24, 22 or something. Okay, no. so you're predicting the, the missed extra point. Got it. <laughs> just because you pressed me. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think 
I honestly, a lot of this hinges on if Mike Boyvis plays. Don't they look like a different team without him? I mean, like Harbert has a hard time moving the ball without Williams. I mean, we say that, but also two. Well, I guess Mike Williams was in the game, but two weeks ago, Keenan Allen had like thirteen catches for like a hundred some yards. So yeah, it's all on. Keenan, I guess it right? just opens it up a lot more for options, right? Can't really rely on Gerald Everett too much anymore. <laughs> No. But you do have Austin Eckler, who could also just carry the team as far as he possibly can, like he has all season. Yeah, that would be interesting. Eckler's first playoffs as well. Seth, who are you taking in this game? Just take your stupid little Chargers. You know, I feel like the Chargers are kind of the the darling pick, and because they have some of those, like, big names, at least for fantasy, right, with Herbert – Keenan Allen's been a fantasy stalwart for years. Austin Eckler, maybe the best running back for fantasy in the league. He was. Yeah. So I feel like a lot of people love the Chargers, but I could see this being one of those, like, Jaguars grinded out um, and the Chargers make some boneheaded mistakes, uh, especially, you know, that Staley is prone to do. So... I, I agree it's a toss-up, and partially because I don't want Sam to be insufferable if the Jags win and be able to say, I told you so. I feel like I would lean towards Jags as well. Every game that the Jags win, I'll be wearing this T-shirt and not washing it. So I don't know if that changes your pick at all. Not watching the game or not washing the shirt? I won't be watching myself wash the shirt because it won't be in the washing machine. <laughs> Kyle, who are you taking? I'm going Chargers. You know, if even if he's not fully healthy and Mike Williams plays huge, huge for the program, Joey Bose is back. This is kind of, I feel like, a little reminiscent of, like, the Cincinnati Bengals last year where it was like, well, they can. They have the team to do it. And they damn near did the whole did the thing. So if the chargers are healthy, if none of their wide receivers get injured again for the second or third time this year, um, I, they could make it to the championship or to the divisional round or the conference championship. Yeah. Right. So it's a conundrum, isn't it? I mean, on paper, there are far more talented team than the Jaguars. And honestly, on paper, they're, they might be the third most talented team behind the Chiefs and the Bills, right? Mm, yeah, I guess on both. If you include both sides of the ball, probably both sides of the paper, maybe. <laughs> if you stick your pencil through it like a wormhole, then yes. Offensively, I'd I th- still probably choose. I mean, forty nine over them. Yeah. Oh, I guess I was. Just I'm talking, talking just AFC. AFC. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, you didn't say AFC. You said in the league. So. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I meant just um. You know, it just seems. I mean, because they had decent. Like they're one of the lowest odds to win the Super Bowl before the season. People were on them, and just always seems like they find a way to bungle it, doesn't it? I kind of like the Chargers at plus a thousand to win the AFC. I feel like there's some decent value on that, honestly. Definitely, no. they could get on a run. <laughs> that being said, they won't. <laughs> yeah, I guess I the mean, problem the is they probably play. play... Paper, yeah. <laughs> well, they probably play Kansas City. In the divisional round, mm-hmm. 
You never know. They're going to be underdogs there, but yeah, I mean they're never scared of the Chiefs. They, they play close games with them. They what? Yeah, they True. lost earlier this year by three mm-hmm. to the Chiefs. Do they have any other games against them? I mean, they should have had two. Is by my calculations. Yeah, I know. I can't divisions. find it though. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, oh yeah, they lost by a field goal both times. Yeah, right. Like they exactly. stay in the game against the Chiefs. Of course, field goal goes their way. They got. I'm just sticker the kicker, baby. I'm just. I every every night I wake up in a cold sweat and tell myself not to be enticed by the Chargers. So I don't know. I think this is the time to be enticed by them though, because they're finally like, I get it. Mike they're finally in the playoffs. Up. They're finally <laughs> in the playoffs. One, but two. <laughs> This is literally the healthiest they've been all season, even though they have still a banged-up wide receiver. Well, all I know is I'm riding with Duval County, baby. Jag up. All right. Next. This game is is really a tough one. The Dolphins, seven seed at the two-seed Bills. First game on Sunday. Bills favored by 10.5. Not sure if this line is preparing for Tua to play or not. That's the big I would story here. Almost guarantee that this has to the line has to do with Tua not playing and Tyreek getting banged up last game. <laughs> Tyreek got banged up. Uh Tua they should can't not play Tua. I mean, he shouldn't play. He's had three concussions this year. So the smart thing to do would, would not to allow him to play. Um Teddy Bridgewater, the backup, is also banged up. So we could have another dosage of Skylar Thompson, who brought us a whole 11 points last week. So Twitter account, the Galuminati, leaders of the two Anon, have said that Tua will play on Saturday, though, or Sunday. Wow. Is, is that our most reputable source? That's the most reputable source I found so far, definitively <laughs> saying he will or will not play. <laughs> I'm going to bank on him not playing for my prediction. Um, I think that even if he does, I think the Bills win. But if he doesn't, this could be, this could be <laughs> Georgia TCU-esque. Um, could be a bloodbath out there. I mean, the Dolphins won a despicable, disgusting, disgusting game against the Jets, 11 to 6 to even get in here with <laughs> Skylar Thompson. So I don't know. I think this this could be the biggest blowout of the weekend. Yeah, I think you gotta expect it to be. You'll be surprised to know I did not watch every minute of that Dolphins Jets game. Um, but yeah, Lord, I really hope Tua doesn't play. Honestly, <clears throat> I think it's more of a question. Again, this is all about what we think should happen and not what we think is likely to happen. I think it's more of a question of if he should even play football ever again. Yeah. Than if he should play this week. Yeah. Um, but setting that aside, I just think the Bills are such a powerhouse. Even if Tua was in there, even if Tua never had a concussion, like I would still take the Bills. And obviously Miami, at, at their best, have a high-flying offense, but I just think the Bills have been there before. They're uber-motivated after the crushing defeat that they had last year in the playoffs. I don't think their well-oiled machine is going to be stopped by – anybody on the Dolphins so I mean you say that but I would have really liked to have a healthy Tua and Tyreek because for this season right he didn't play every game but Tua was first in passer rating first in touchdowns per attempt first in yards per attempt and first in yards per completion in the entire NFL in games yeah. that he played 
Yeah, he, he went had this off offense it. literally humming, and like nobody could stop it. Like it was that that game against Baltimore in that fourth quarter where everyone I think was like, "Whoa, the Dolphins' offense might be real," and the rest of the year was top tier. So he probably doesn't play. Uh, I guess he's like he's still in like the third stage of the concussion protocol and you have to clear all five before you can be cleared to play. So one of those stages requires three doctors, I guess, to clear you (laughs) for, uh, for contact. So I don't think that's going to happen. And like when he was playing and they went into the Buffalo and had that close game, that that's probably what we could have expected in this game. You know, I mean, maybe, maybe not that close, but that was, they were in that the whole time. Remember leading up to it. We're like, the Dolphins can't play in the cold. Two has never even seen snow, but then <laughs> they played it close, right? So I think, you know, if everyone comes back fully healthy. I mean, they didn't just here. play it close. They had it won until a, until Bass hit a field goal with at the end of the game. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. Like, it was it was a coin toss game. And, um, like, if I think if everyone comes back fully healthy next year, this could be a kind of a divisional rivalry for, for quite a while, which would which would be pretty fun for us. Um, but I, I'm assuming no, too. I got bills 30 to 12. Sounds about right. Lopsided victory. To put up 12 at all. If it's Skylar Thompson back there is pretty, well, uh, they put up 11 against the jets. So just give them one more, one more week with Skylar, you know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the bills still haven't made the super bowl, you know, and it feels like they've been hanging around for a while. Could this be the year? It's a tough AFC. You know that Patrick Mahomes is the oldest quarterback in the AFC playoffs this year? That's wild. wow. And he's 27. <laughs> and what is this, his, his fifth year as a starter? Probably somewhere around, about there. Wow. I mean, he's only 27. I haven't heard that, actually, yeah. So, all the, got uh, a bright future ahead. All the QBs from the 2020 class made the playoffs as well. Mm. Burrow, Tua, Herbert, and Hurts. Yeah, there's a bright future ahead, QB-wise, for sure. Especially in the AFC, I feel like we're going to be watching Burrow, Mahomes, and Allen go at it for years to come. Maybe Herbert, if he they asked, <laughs> if his they team can Joe get Burrow, they, I mean, we're not in the game yet, but they asked Joe Burrow what the Cincinnati's window is to win, and he said, whole my career. whole career, baby. <laughs> I, he's not wrong. Could be true. <laughs> uh, next game. Here we go. Uh-oh. Let's go. The six-seeded Giants at the despicable, disgusting third-seed Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> Sunday you know, midday. You say they're disgusting, and yet name one team that has brought NFL fans more exciting games throughout the season than the Minnesota Vikings. I mean, if you're looking for a team that's going to have a game that comes down to the wire every week, that's us, baby. We had a couple <laughs> blowout losses. Otherwise, everything's tight. Yeah, to your point. Um, so the Vikings are three point favorites in this game. <laughs> Feels disrespectful to both teams, honestly. <laughs> the Vikings are are uh, they had a nineteen negative nineteen point differential going into the Bears game, despite being twelve and four. Uh, <laughs> Most wins in history for a team with a negative point differential. That's how we do yeah, it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they have the worst DVO, DVOA of any team in like NFL history with twelve wins or more. It's, it's up there. Um, they're obviously fraudulent. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> they're the FTX of the NFL world. They're hiding Imperial in the canyons. Ruggers. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> oh, we should put money on this game, Sam. 
I think they're going to win this game, actually. I'll take the Giants. <laughs> All right, deal. How I much mean, your home? My I would home? like a little skin if, if Kyle's going to be in it. <laughs> uh, Do we get the line or no? No. Okay. It's uh, only minus three. What do you mean no? Yeah. I really think the Vikings are going to win this game and then get slaughtered in the next game. The Vikings almost lost to the Giants a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it but took a everybody, 61-yard field goal to win the game. The we nation, almost lose to every team in the league. And exactly. Then we win. The nation, That's how we do it. You know you're going to look at this and – like if you look on the betting sites, eighty-eight percent of the money is going to be on the Giants, and that's what you know the Vikings are going to win. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you right now how much is on them, but yeah, I'll take the see, Giants with the right. points. Call the Bovada uh, right now. It's, it's, uh, ten, 10 bucks each. Yeah, I think the Vikings are going to win, though. You know what? No, just Kyle, you just bet it. I have an immaculate record this year. So am I just betting each of you five dollars? You're both going to be on the Vikings minus three, and I got. Oh, we're taking Giants the points. I'd like the points. If that changes possible. everything. Why does that change everything? I don't have the Vikings covering in my final score. <laughs> <laughs> Let me guess. Uh, you have a score, Gami, of 27-25. No, I got Vikings 23-21, game-winning field goal by Greg Joseph. Greg the leg. <laughs> Kyle, could you mention to the listeners my immaculate record in our bets this year, by the way? What? Oh, are you talking about our... Well, they've heard them personal? all on the podcast. They're probably wondering who won which ones. Yeah. Do you want to do that now or at the end? We can go through it at the end. Yeah, let's go through it at the end. I'll, this is a little tease. If you're still up in Belgium, it's coming up after midnight, after the ball drops. <laughs> I won't tell you which one. Uh, I don't know what Kyle's looking up, but I'm just going to Roughly 55 to 60% uh, of people are on the Vikings. Wow. <gasps> Minus that, three. They've set the perfect line then. Yeah. Expecting most people the Giants. Three, yeah. I, that changes everything. Giants 23 <laughs> <laughs> Uh Okay, I don't know. I mean, listen, the Giants have Brian Dayball, but they have a huge talent deficit in this game. And when it comes down to it, the Vikings have the best home field advantage in the league. They con- consistently win more home games over road games versus any other team in the league. They built that stadium so that the road team feels like they're not comfortable at all at any time and the sun shines in their eyes. So I think the Vikings pull it out. I mean, Didn't the Vikings also just lose some pretty key players, or their center. They're on their third center, but they don't. Yeah, well, he just hikes the ball. Who cares about the center? Yeah, right. <laughs> our our offensive line is is thin right now, but I mean, there's a way to look at all of the statistics that you know describe the Vikings season this year, and you could say, well, they're just fraudulent. They've gotten really lucky. Regression to the mean. There's no way they can keep this up. Or you could say, hey, the Vikings are having a magical season. They might not have all the best players. They may have a quarterback who doesn't even belong on a little league team. But it's just a magical year. And they play well in the clutch. They are never going to have a moment that's too big for them because they've been in a million nerve wracking moments throughout the year. And they have the best wide receiver in the league to bail them out at any moment. So I think this is the year for us. And I certainly think we can take care of a giants team who we've already beat once a season. So I'm going to tell you right now, what's going to happen. You're going to hit a game winning field goal against the giants. And then you're going to go to San Francisco and you're going to get slapped around by the Niners and absolutely handed 
I'm I'm not saying that we're definitely going to beat the Niners, but we're not going to get slapped around by anybody. Not in the playoffs. <laughs> Nobody slaps Kirk Cousins around. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't speak for what Kirk does in the privacy of his own home, but you can't. I thought you were usually with him in those activities. <laughs> I would never not with Kirk. Kyle, make the a man case has with... Play-Doh lips. <laughs> I'll make a case for the Giants. We're talking about a team who almost lost to the Colts who were actively tanking for the last eight games of the season. <laughs> and the only reason they won is because they were act- actively tanking. I'm, I'm quite convinced. Uh, got demolished by the Packers just two weeks ago, 41 to seven. The Giants, <laughs> Daniel Jones is coming off. I guess it's not this week, the week before best game of his young career easily like a hundred 30 something rushing yards, two rushing touchdowns, two passing touchdowns looked immaculate. Yes. The giants may have lost to the Eagles, but Jalen hurts was back. Okay. Jalen hurts. They didn't play any of their starters either. They're, they're playing David Webb. Who's a coach basically. Yes, exactly. And they only lost by six. Now we're going to see the ascendance of Isaiah Hodgins go off against the secondary, the depleted secondary of the Minnesota Vikings. That's the thing. Seth said they have the best wide receiver league in the Vikings, but the Giants have Isaiah Hodges. So <laughs> Something's not lining up here. <laughs> I think, yeah, it's probably a close game, but yeah, with it being what I think is most likely as much of a toss-up in this game as the Chargers-Jacksonville game, Give me the Giants. I got to say three feels like a very fair line because the Vikings are not going to blow anybody out as we've as been, as has been seen this entire season. So it's probably going to land somewhere around there. And either Seth's really happy or he's devastated. Come Monday. I'm not concerned. He's not concerned. All the pressure is on you. You know, do you feel that? No, you take all this pressure all. on yourself because you're supposed to win this game. We can take the Giants. I'm not concerned. All right, we'll clip that. Clip that, Kyle. If we had a real producer, he would clip that, and then he'd play it back to you when they lost. Well, they're but not we don't. Lose, so you... You're lucky. <laughs> all right, next game, six-seed Ravens. He says, hold on. He's trying to well, find some like audio clip or I, something. No, I, I was counting something. Twelve of the Vikings' thirteen wins were a one win or one score game. Did we know this? Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, I didn't know it was that much. I knew it was a lot. <laughs> it's literally every, every win, every every win has been one score ex- except for the Bears game, <laughs> which doesn't even count really because we were playing Nathan Peterman. And we switched to fucking not even David Blau. It was someone worse than that. I can't even remember his <laughs> we name. We don't have David Blau. We couldn't. I know to. it's like a worse David Blau. Tim Boyle. <laughs> We switched to Tim Boyle just to ensure we got the number one pick. So that doesn't really count. Literally all their wins have been one score and all their losses were blowouts. I didn't realize it was really every single game. Just That's on send me. the Vikings back to the Caymans like the frauds they are. <laughs> okay, you say this like it's a bad thing, but it just shows that we're the most clutch team in the league. Here we go. This sounds like I've heard the same exact story when Russell Wilson was with the fucking Seahawks for six years. <laughs> Hey, that was all Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll. All right. Next game. Six seed Ravens at the three seed Bengals. 
Sunday night, Bengals are favored by six and a half. Not sure if that line is including Lamar playing. I, I think it might not be, honestly. So Lamar has been out with some injury an extra two to three weeks because he's saving himself because he doesn't have a contract yet, essentially. But no, everyone's too scared to say it. But we all know the truth. Will he come back for the wild card game? I'm going to assume yes. But we shall see what happens. He's his own agent, so anything could happen, really. Um, boy, the Ravens' offense has looked terrible for weeks, even pre-Lamar. Ever since they lost Rashad Bateman and they're throwing to Devin Duvernay and Deshaun Jackson, who is like 47 years old, it has looked pretty, pretty. Bleak. I mean, here's the thing. Why would they ever prioritize trying to go throw those guys the ball when they have the next tight end goat in Isaiah Likely, who just showed the world week 18 that he is him, went off for like 13 catches for – a hundred something yards. I don't think he's they the should play Chris wide receivers. Herndon, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's don't better than Chris Herndon. They should not play any wide receivers. That those are the Literally, two best yeah. offensive rough weapons. Him and Mark. They should Andrews. run a twenty-two set. That's it. Two running yeah. back, two wide receivers. I don't want to see Devin Duvernay. <laughs> a, a lot of people are high on Isaiah Likely, and I rightfully I so. Yeah, I think it could be true, but I've just heard Kyle romanticize about too many tight ends over the years to even be able to hear it without giggling. I think he's converted me because I am so high as a likely. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the, we're, we are a tight end university over here. <laughs> but can you just imagine like Devin Duvernay and Deshaun Jackson going against, up against Jamar Chase, T Higgins and Tyler Boyd. I mean, it's like, it's not even the same sport at some point. I don't know. I think, I think the Bengals win this one pretty easily, even if Lamar is back. Agreed. Yeah, that's probably fair. But does our boy um, can't even think of his name now? Uh, who the hell did the Bears trade that just got paid by the Ravens? Roquan Smith. Roquan Smith. Is he reinvigorated now that he got that cash? I mean, their defense is great, but if they're not going to put up more than thirteen points, you're not going to beat the Bengals. You know what I mean? In case anyone was wondering, Lamar Jackson is the same age as. Georgia's quarterback Stetson Bennett, who just won his second <laughs> national championship. <laughs> Lamar's been in the league for five years. How wow. old? Yeah, Stetson's really old. He's twenty. He would be the oldest quarterback in the AFC playoffs. <laughs> yeah, this is like seeing a med school student play football for his entire college career. <laughs> oh my god! Well, remember when Brandon Whedon got drafted in the first round? He was twenty-nine years old. So. That was disgusting. <laughs> I think I had nightmares about that pick. Uh, I have the I have the Bengals winning a comfortable one, 27-16. And then I looked and they just beat the Ravens last week, 27-16. So now I'm not sure if I should go with that score or not. Run it back. One of the confetti is falling down and everyone's saying, hey, that was the same score as last week. Remember who said it first? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's kind of a boring game. Uh, this is the most exciting, or one of the most exciting games in my eyes. This Monday night game, hmm. Monday I mean, night, seven fifteen. Night football. Yeah, Cowboys five seed against the four seed Bucks. We've literally known this is the matchup for the last maybe what fifteen weeks, two years. Oh. Uh, <laughs> the Cowboys are favored by a measly two and a half over the eight and nine Buccaneers. Um, let me tell you, the Bucks are a disgusting, despicable, terrible team, and yet they have Tom Brady. So we can't quite rule them out. And the, the Cowboys, Cowboys look terrible as well. <laughs> 12 and 5 
and are playing an away game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to an eight and nine. Eight and nine. Yeah. That's my stop, yeah. honestly. Yeah, they should just switch it the home field if they're under 500, honestly. Or just have whoever has a better record as home field and do away with this division winners thing. Yeah. Um, man, I got to say, I know the Cowboys didn't need the game last week, but Dak Prescott looked to Nathan Peterman esque in the game. He had probably the worst game of his career. Um, he threw one pick six. Well, he threw one pick six. It got called back for a penalty. And then like three plays later, he threw another pick six, the exact same play. So um, honestly, people have been saying for like a couple of years that like Dak Prescott and Kirk Cousins have the same stats. And I've always been like, nah, like Dak is way better. Honestly, Kirk might be better now. Did you guys hear that? No, I didn't hear such a thing. <laughs> he looks really, really bad. Like really bad. I think the Bucks might win this game. I mean, you say that like they're a huge underdog. I mean, I guess. I mean, they are under 500, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think that's definitely within the realm of possibility. Cowboys, to me, have been one of those feast or famine teams this year. They blew out the Vikings. So I got to say, you know, some positive things about them. And they were unstoppable that game. But then you have the other, like, the dark side of Dak, too, where he just looks awful and is throwing up passes for the other team, and their offense just can't get going at all. So, you know, I learned a long time ago not to count out Tom Brady in the playoffs. Yeah. And Did you learn that on his third, fourth, fifth, or sixth, or seventh Super Bowl? I'll be honest, seventh. (laughs) (laughs) Uh yeah so and it's a tough one because like you'd think okay oh on paper the cowboys are a way better team but then you think like this is not that different from the bucks team that won the super bowl two years ago like two years ago it's like literally basically the same team and we're like ah no they're terrible now i know people have aged there's some injuries on the offensive line but like i don't know could they make another run probably not but maybe I'm still reeling about losing his entire, oh my God, his entire uh, empire from the FTX collapse. So I think it's weighing on him a little too much. He can join the Vikings and the Caymans. Do you think that's weighing on him or his divorce more heavily? (laughs) You don't think the divorce is a result of that? Oh, there is quite a theory out there that the divorce isn't actually a real thing, that it was happened because this f the ftx was going to collapse so by them divorcing something with the way the assets are split up and stuff no way i could find i'll find the reddit post we've heard the last seven years giselle's been like i'm pissed you're still playing football retire ready and he's like no i don't and then maybe tom had plants on reddit posting these theories then i don't know (laughs) i've also never heard of a divorce being financially beneficial for either party so That'd be hard to imagine. I mean, when you're in that type of marriage, who signs a prenup? Do they each Mm -hmm. sign a prenup? They had to have, right? I mean, they're supermodel NFL quarterback. One would think. Anyway, that's not what we're here to discuss. Or is it? (laughs) Kyle, just tell me you're taking the bucks in this game. (sighs) 
<laughs> this is a tough one. I think it's really also a tough toss up in my opinion. Um, I mean, I'm going to take Dallas. I like Dak. I like CD. I like Tony Pollard. I don't know. I, I mean, Dallas should this win game. this game. Like, it would be pretty embarrassing if they lost, right? Yes, but at the same time, no. no. I got <laughs> <laughs> it's an under 500 team. Yeah, but that team also has been dealing with injuries literally all season long. I think this might be the first time that they're healthy as well. It's kind of like the Chargers. Well, that's the worst <laughs> insult you could give a team. Well, <laughs> maybe after saying that, I should take Tampa. <laughs> I'm going to take Tampa 16-14. Game-winning field goal. Brady drives them down. They don't do anything the rest of the game. Like every game this year, they've won. But I don't know. This is a tough one. This one of the Chargers-Jags. Chargers-Jags is easy. Chargers. Yeah, obviously the Jags are going to win. <laughs> are you guys excited for Wild Card Weekend? We're here, baby. Yeah, I mean, we're going to go watch a game or two with um... – King Chonkus. Yeah, we're going to meet Matt's new cat, Cheeto. Matt's cat is named King Chonkus? <laughs> no, his, his his Christian name is Cheeto, but colloquially, his he's Jewish known name. as King Chonkus. Yeah, I mean, his, <laughs> his full name is Chonkus Cheeto, first of his name, King of the Felines and First Men, Lord of the Seven Litter Boxes and Protector of the Realm. He just goes <laughs> by Chonkus or Cheeto for sure. Yeah, it's Short. a mouthful to say it all. So, But if, if we are doing a formal address, we have to give this a whole title. Naturally. So we'll be enjoying we'll be enjoying the uh the Vikings losing while hanging out with King Chonkus. That doesn't seem possible. <laughs> I mean they could be losing at some point in the game, but could be. It's almost guaranteed with them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, next time you'll hear from us, hopefully the Vikings will be out of the league, God willing. Easy. <laughs> God willing. And hey, the Bears have the number one pick next year, so we're happy over here. Literally couldn't have gone better. We love it. <laughs> love like you it. could have. Cashed out I mean, by Bears' worst record bet as well. I mean, we're doing There's great. what, seven, I think, of their games were one-score games? Like, they could flip the switch, too, and just be in the Viking spot next year and win every one-score game. Listen, going record. into the season, all we wanted, the best outcome possible was to have the worst record and have Field show us enough to show us that he has a chance going forward to be our franchise quarterback, and we got both those things. So yeah, be no, that's true. I've never – this is the most that any Chicago organization has been in the catbird seat as the Bears are right now. What could that mean? What, what, kind of what is exactly that? is a catbird seat? What's is a cat a bird? <laughs> is that's that a, a seat that's a phrase. for a cat bird? I gotta say, I think I have heard that phrase before, but that you've definitely he heard it, that. He's sitting in the I, cat bird seat. Yeah. What? That's that's good, right? It's like an enviable position. Like it's the position everyone wants. Like who doesn't want to be a cat bird? Exactly. Right. Everybody wants to be in the cat bird seat. The bears are. We haven't had a Chicago <laughs> team in the cat bird seat in years. Probably since the 2005 White Sox. Well, probably the Blackhawks, I guess. More, the Catbird seat is a buzzy, upscale, new American mecca in Nashville. In case you were wondering. 
got good reviews. It's a position of great advantage. Um, (laughs) Yeah, it's literally proved himself, right? And I refuse to believe that he's just like gone from one of the most accurate high school and even college passers of all time and then reached the pros and just forgot how to throw the football. I think it has a lot more to do with what's around him and the offensive line he's behind. We shore up the offensive line. We had a piece or two huge playmakers on defense. At a at a wide receiver too. I think we're set. He's the fastest man alive. And when you watch him run, it doesn't even look like he's trying at all. And then he just routinely outruns cornerbacks. When you watch Kyler Murray run, it looks like the hardest thing anyone's ever had to do in their life. Someone said on Reddit that it looks like Kyler Murray running looks like when a toddler steals a toy and and has to get away from the parents. <laughs> He's like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, so oh my god. accurate. Yeah, and Justin's just like, I guess I'll just run and see what happens. And like a gazelle, he just goes to the end zone. I don't so know how this is exciting. a playoff preview pod, and we spent the last five minutes talking about the Bears. Well, we spent a portion of that talking about the catbird seat, but that's beyond <laughs> the point. Hey, we spent time on your Vikings. Not enough. <laughs> all right so well rounding up the season here oh yeah L- sam and I listeners a, how i did this year sam and i had a bet on the cardinals over under nine and a half wins sam took the over or no he took the under i lied i took, took the, the over they won yeah. five games so i lost <laughs> sam broncos yeah. under ten and a half wins Kyle, oh, God. over ten and a half wins i was i had the house or had the bathrooms wrong I thought we were going over <laughs> wins for the bathrooms. It was over losses. That's on I'm me. a mistake. Lost that one. The Bears win less than six games. Obviously, Sam had that. Shoeing. I was hoping that these one-score games, we weren't. I, I thought we weren't the smart franchise. We were the smart franchise, though. I'm happy with this loss, to be honest with you. Damn right. Sam won that one. Mm-hmm. Sam and Seth had a bet. Uh, the Vikings do not win the division, Sam said. Mm. Seth said the Vikings, of course, win the division. He did Damn win. right, that. baby. A blemish on my otherwise perfect record. Typical. And then we had, of course, our Eagles bet. <laughs> Ten or less games, Seth. We had 12 or more. They did not win exactly 11 games. Matt is off the hook. Disappointing. So Sam and Seth, your guys is payouts are canceled cancel out and i owe sam uh my mortgage so <laughs> and i and i owe you kyle what like ten dollars ten bucks yeah okay another fruitful season for me but, and the boys from duval county baby we keep riding but you have to pay me you have to pay me for the playoff <laughs> thing so just send me 10 and we'll call even we don't have to go through the the menagerie of our Venmo playwrights right now. I just want to send the listeners off with a look at my Jaguars t-shirt again. Yes. All of our listeners, please look. Look at your <laughs> Look phones. with your ears. Kyle, send oh, them off with something. from the faint distance. <laughs> Kyle, send them off with sweet, sweet nothings for their That's ears. how I was ending. That's how we were sending this off. All right, cut the rest of this. <laughs>